Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I am a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver, working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. Season 5 is here, and we cannot wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back. Hey everyone, welcome to season five, episode six, which is a little bit insane. We getting, we getting up there. We're inching closer to 50, 50 episodes. Yeah, Danaja literally told me that during our catch up. Mind you, that was literally three hours ago. We st- we were supposed to record at 4.30, but it's 7.09. Um, yeah, no, we're about to be freaking 50 episodes and that's insane because we hit 50k plays a few weeks ago. Yeah, so it's yeah. giving celebration. It's giving y'all pop a bottle wherever you're at, or part. or, or um, some sparkling cider, whatever you prefer. Up to you, um, Nelly. <laughs> uh, to celebrate, um, but with that in mind, like if you are willing to see our faces and want to hear this episode on YouTube, we yeah. recommend you go to our YouTube, which is in the bio of this episode, mm-hmm. youtube.com backslash Type A Black Girls Podcast, because. Yep. We're now podcast video girlies. So, you know, it. I realize it does kind of change the dynamic a little bit because now we can like use our expressions more. So you might be a little confused if you're just listening on audio because you're not seeing us react. But um, yeah. yeah. Tap into YouTube if you want to, if you want to see the bombastic side eye because I, if it's not me, it's the nation. If it's not the nation, it's me. And if it's, it's probably both of us usually. We have 70 subscribers. So. Yeah, 72. In the long pauses of us quietly cackling, you can finally see in real life. And the girlies ate it up for the first, I want to say episode five, episode four, we we first posted. And the girlies loved it. So at least four of y'all commented. I I love that survey. That means survey says y'all love it. So come on, eat it up. And let's just, let's literally go from there. Um, but as we do, and as we have done since episode one, Let's go ahead and get into our rosebud and thorn. Rose is something good that happened in your week, but it's something that you're looking forward to, and thorn is something that bad that happened. So, moms, what is your RBT? So, my rose is that I feel like I'm finally back in my like Netflix relaxation era mm. because I feel like ever since I moved here, I like have not been watching any shows. And really? you know me, I, lo- I love a good show. Like we yeah. used to binge, we used to binge Insecure, Money oh. Heist, freaking. Behind her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that damn show. Um, so yeah, we used to literally binge everything. And I used to just binge shows all the time, even when I really didn't have time back in college. And now I do have more free time. So it's honestly backwards. But I was thinking about it and I was just like, I feel like ever since I moved here, my attention span has like completely dwindled. Like mm. I know in all honesty, we have this podcast. I can't even listen to podcasts no more. Not even my own. <laughs> I listen when I edit, 
But other podcasts, I like really struggle to listen to the full thing. So I'm working on like rebuilding my patience. Part of that is me like limiting how much time I spend on TikTok. Because okay. girl, I'll watch three seconds of a video, look at the comments, look like like the most the top one and go on to the next one. Like mm-hmm. I am like as if it's a race. Yeah. And I, I realized I was like, yeah, I need to actually slow down. And I feel like part of it is my lifestyle. Like I live a very fast lifestyle now. And I feel like that's affecting my attention span. So yeah. uh, I, I binged Bridgerton completely. Charlotte. Farmer Ugh. George. <laughs> now, you know what? I know we do an RBT, but let me just say this. I know a lot of y'all say y'all want a Farmer George. But if let's just not even say you ha- you were forced to marry him. If there was a man that she was having sex with and then fast forward after the sex, you see him running and talking to the moon naked. Y'all not staying with that man. You guys are blasting him on Twitter and and putting pictures of that booty, that butt booty, just (laughs) out, just chilling on Twitter and TikTok. Like you, you guys do not want a farmer, George. And that's all I would say to that. I about had it. (laughs) Cause y'all. No, literally, people are like, she. People, I saw people blaming Charlotte, saying she was in the wrong for not being there to support her man through his mental health issues. This is the 1600s, people. They didn't even call, I don't even know, actually, I don't know what year it is. What is this based in, the Regency era? I don't know what it is. All I know is she was wearing a hoop under her dress. They didn't know what a mental health issue was, baby. This they is was, not. They was putting leeches on his body. And, girl, and him. They had him in the chair. And you mean to tell me she's supposed to be like, oh, well you know the diagnosis says like baby she don't know what's going on and she's 17 she don't know what's going on she, she said from 10 and writing, 7 thank you she said 10 and 7 and she she woke up to that man writing scriptures on the wall with his bare hands i too would be afraid <laughs> scriptures denasia <laughs> like i come on like let's be let's be realistic here that's uh-huh. scary if I wake up and I, I'm laying here in this bed with, with a man, heaven forbid, because Lord, they, they are just on my, they are in, on my nerves. I don't want that right now. But if, if, if a said man is in this bed and I wake up and see writing on my walls, he just took one of my work pins. <laughs> I don't know what. That's his apartment now. I'm leaving. <laughs> and he's talking to himself. Like, and then Charlotte go follow him. Honestly, she had a lot of patience. Shout out to her for real, because not me. She she loved that man down because yeah. I mean I I would too. I'd make sure he's good, but it's like after he good, we need to have a serious conversation about yeah. why the hell are you butt naked looking at the moon. And that's what she wants to that mama. If you haven't watched Queen Queen Bridgerton or Queen Bridgerton, right? Or Queen Charlotte, the Queen's story, or something. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't watched it, it's gonna be real confusing right now. I'm not gonna hold you. Denaja has said it's enemies to lovers. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I watch it. I'm like, I see the enemies to lovers trope, but also like, there's more layers to it because they not that enemy. Because I, I absolutely Shonda, 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 Shonda for sure. And I loved how we had two episodes, and it was like, okay, well, he's literally a dickhead. Third episode, you're like. He's mentally ill. <laughs> He's not a ticket. Uh, I was sitting here trying to figure out what his problem was. Because, you know, the first, there's always a problem with them. The first one, yeah. first Bridgerton, uh, old boy didn't want to get her pregnant. Second Bridgerton, mm-hmm. he, he he was just being weird. He just wanted to marry the younger sister. And they really didn't have no reason to be beefing, if we're completely honest. I didn't. The third one, I'm like, what's his problem? 
but I was not expecting mental health. I, I that was a okay. one I wasn't expecting. Did you cry, girl? I was. No, I didn't cry. I was on Google talking about was the real King George actually mental Ill, mentally ill? I need to know. All the girlies were saying like, okay, well, you guys need to watch this, this, this. Because like, there's a lot of different shows about like the crown and queen, the queen and stuff. They're talking about some, I, I screenshot, I don't think I'm going to do it. But all these shows you need to watch in order to see. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm really yeah. that invested. But it's cool to be in my photo, photos. I don't know exactly. if I already do it. Um, but girl, let's get back to your RBT. Sorry, we, I, I just had to. <laughs> it was it was good. Like I love the show, and I, I feel like I broke my like streak of not being able to like focus on one show at a time. So mm. next, I'm gonna go for White Lotus because oh, oh moms, you're gonna love it. Really? Okay, okay. Yes. I I'm, I'm ready. So I gotta start that one next, and then I don't know what's after that. But I'm like, if I can just get through White Lotus season one, season two, I'm good. Yeah. Um. So that's my rose. Um, my bud is that, so at work, um, I got a message and it was like, uh, thank you for agreeing to be so-and-so's buddy. And I said, I, said I, never, I never agreed. And then three seconds after that, I get a message, hey, you wouldn't mind being the new intern's buddy, right? I said, not after you'd already selected me. <laughs> hey, but anyway, so, yeah. So, um, but I'm excited though. Like I've never been a mentor to anybody. Like, mm. Unless it was like a an Oregon school and you know they pair up like a senior with a freshman, something like that. Like I've never been like at least in my career, I've never had a buddy. And then yeah. my um my manager came to me and was like, Hey, do you mind being a buddy to the intern? And I was like, Oh, like I already am. He was like, No, the other one. So <laughs> there's two interns that I'm not gonna be being their buddy for. I don't even know if that's allowed, to be honest. Um, but hey. yeah, I'm about to make a little group chat <laughs> and take them on little group tours together. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm trying to build out like a buddy package or something of like tips and tricks, um, things that I would have wanted to know. Granted, I interned virtually with L'Oreal. So like, there was not much for my buddy to do. He literally took me through the building with his HP and just like moved the camera around. Talk about this is the cafe. And I was like, Oh, can you turn a little to the right so I can see? Like, (laughs) it was, it it was interesting interning virtually. But now that these interns are in person, I meet them next week. So my period, my buddy hat on. Okay, I'm about to be a mentor. Oh, that's so fun. I know. I'm looking forward to meeting them. Yeah. Um, And then my thorn. So I, girl, I told Faith this before we started, but I called my mom like two days ago, and her first question every day is, "What did you eat? And what did you eat?" (laughs) And I was like, "Oh, I'm eating right now. I'm eating Chipotle." She gonna say, "Oh, thank you, Jesus." I said. I said, dramatic. Oh, just dramatic. I said, why do you say that? She said, I'm just happy you eating because I know you don't be eating as much. And basically when I went home, she noticed I had lost weight, which is honestly just because nothing changed in my lifestyle before, besides the fact that I'm now walking everywhere. So yeah. I'm basically working out like every single day and I hadn't really changed my diet from where, what it was when I was in Vegas. So I'm yeah. eating like the same amount of calories, but I'm working out more. So I'm losing weight. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, no, you need to start eating more. So long story short, this weekend I made fried chicken, yams, and and mac and cheese and greens. So she could feel <laughs> I just took a zero to one hundred, baby. Like if we gonna eat, we gonna eat. Yeah. Um so, and I was like, I feel like I need to start mastering like recipes like that. Cause heaven forbid I ever get asked to bring a dish somewhere. Yeah. That's like new adult fears that I have. Like bringing a dish to Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving and I'm in charge of making like the yams. And I bring something, I get talked about in the group chat because her yams was nasty. 
You know, like that's my biggest fear. I know they wouldn't be because I know I can cook. They're folding the plate and all it's only your side left and, and the one in the trash. Girl, or the, the, they're putting the, the plate down face down in the trash. And only my yams is on the plate. I'm crying. Right then and there. I'm like, hey, you guys have to go. Bobbing. <laughs> but it's Bobbing on the myself, subway. Literally. And I'm taking the yams with me since y'all don't want to eat. So okay. I'm just like, let me just let me just go ahead and just like start learning recipes. So um the first try, uh, I left the yams on the stove for too long. And this is my first time trying them like on the stovetop and not in the oven. I oh. left them on too long. Long story short, I burnt I burned the hell out of them. What were you doing? I, I I'm not gonna lie. I was making multiple different things and I low-key forgot they was there. Yep. Yeah. I said this is why you can't really multitask that well in the kitchen. So I realized I burned them. So I tried them again and this time I like switched switch some things. I add a little more nutmeg. Like I just made it a little bit easier so they wouldn't burn at the bottom. Moms, I tore them hands up. Oh, I know that's right. I know yeah, that. And they tasted like my mom's too. So oh. You know, uh, yeah, I almost started calling people and buy y'all hungry. <laughs> I got some extra food. No, literally, because I know they're probably hungry too. So, uh, yeah, the mac and cheese turned out pretty good too. I want to make it more cheesy next time, and I can I can make some fried chicken. So that yeah. one also turned out good. The the greens we just not even gonna talk about the greens because that was terrible. I feel like that's hard. Greens are a hard thing to master. They are. Oh, I'm I realize. I realized, but I was like, you know what? At least I'm learning now at 22. By the time I'm, I got some meat on my bones and my underarms shake. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not. I promise you, I'm not. <laughs> By the time I get to that age, I'll have mastered all my recipes, you know. So I'll be good. So yeah, yes. that's that's my thorn. And and also that I went to the eye doctor. So um, if y'all don't know, I'm blind. Like blind. I've said it before. Blind and deaf. Helen Keller vibes. <laughs> and I, I finally found an eye doctor here in, in, in like where I live, like in my neighborhood. And I went there and mind you, I had already canceled appointments with other places because those doctors were so unprofessional. They were like, Hey, uh, we can fit you in a five, but just know the doctor would like to leave early sometimes. <laughs> why would I, why would I come at five if, if she going to leave at four thirty, and I'm not going to know to the day of, why would you... So I finally found this one doctor, Suda, right? And I said, we're going to go to Suda, see what he talk about. Moms, I walked into that doctor's office and thought I was in the wrong place. It was literally an apartment. <laughs> it was an apartment. I walked in, no AC. It's like five people in the waiting room, which is low-key just like, like a bedroom with some chairs in it. <laughs> and I went over, I said, um, scared, mind you. I'm like, um, is this Dr. Suda's office? She said, yeah, honey, when's your appointment? I said, right now? Said, oh, yeah, take a seat. It might be a while. I said, oh, I can tell. <laughs> a while? And I was like, I, girl, I was literally debating. I was like, the only reason why I stayed is because I was in my last pair of contacts. So it was either I stayed there through that hot apartment or I was blind for the rest of the month. And I can't be blind in this this city. It's just yeah. it's not gonna work. I need to be on my piece yeah. of shoes. So I was like, okay. And he finally called me, moms. When he when he, she he said come to the back, I'm looking around like where the back at? Because I go into his office, he has papers thrown everywhere. Like he's like Farmer George, mad scientist. He got papers thrown everywhere. He got his lunch out on the table. <laughs> and he talk about come to the back. The back was just a closet with a chair in it. And all the stuff on the wall for the eye stuff. 
I said, this is no medical facility. This ain't no doctor's office. He didn't even have all the equipment. Because I've been to multiple doctor's offices where, yeah. like, they do your eyes. And, you know, they be blowing in your eyes and stuff. Like, they have all that equipment. He didn't have none of that. All he had was the little thing on the wall that said FGLH. And you got to read it off. <laughs> and he going to put the thing to my eyes. The one equipment he did have. You know how it has the little bar where you put your forehead in there and you put your chin on it? Yeah. And you know I'm a germaphobe. Girl, why, look, why, why was it brown? And not 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 because it was originally brown. It was brown because he never wiped it off. And I was like, uh, like trying to put my skin on it, like literally cringy. Like I literally felt my stomach flipping because I was like, bro, my skin. Girl, I was like, my skin is going to break out so bad after this because this nasty ass thing is on my forehead. He was like a little bit closer. I said, this is as far as I'll go, sir. <laughs> And you have very sensitive skin. I do. I was like, I've just about had it. And he was like, um, oh, uh, do you know what contacts you used to wear? I said, I don't. I, I don't have the package. And this is the last pair. He said, oh, so you just don't know what contacts you put in your eyes every day? I said, sir, ain't this your job? You're supposed <laughs> to tell me what con Like, I'm getting a new pair. What does it matter? What the... Like, just give me one that matches my prescription. Like, what are you talking about? Like, he had an attitude with me. I said... Suda, you can't have no attitude with me. I'm looking at your lunch on the table as I'm sitting here getting my exam done. We are not the same, babes. You, what are you talking oh. about? And he, you know how like when you leave the doctor's office, they usually send you home with some papers, like, oh, here's your prescription, and here, you know, da 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 da. Girl, he ain't seen me with nothing. He said, when you get home, go ahead and text my phone number, which with what contacts you used to wear, and um, I'll let you know when to come pick them up. Text. What I saved his number because I was in front of him. He was like, my number is 5 I said, bro. And I didn't text the man because I said, I'm never going back there ever again in my life. My life. Yeah. I'm going to have to go to somewhere else. I'm going to have to go to another neighborhood and go to a different doctor because I'm never going back. Why he texted me today talking about, I still haven't received your message about the contacts. You're not getting my money any more than, said, you, than you already have. I said, block. <laughs> You will never hear from me ever again, Suda. And then he told me to go wash my hands. Because, you know, you got to take your contacts out. So he was like, go wash your hands, right? He goes into the, he said, go in the bathroom on the left. The bathroom had a shower in it. And it smelled like, (laughs) it smelled terrible. And the toilet had had a black ring in it. Like, literally black, moms. Black. Like, you would have to scrub that gunk off. I said a shower in the doctor's office bathroom with like actual Dove soap in it is crazy. Was it at least fresh, like a fresh Dove bar? Moms, it was the bottle version. So I know he'd be in there showering. That can't be legal though, moms. It can't be legal. I said, why? I said, who authorized this? And I literally sat back and thought to myself, is he licensed? And I was just like, this is like my insurance company gave me a list of like the closest doctors near me. So like he had to be verified through the insurance company. But I was like, this can't be right. Like I was literally in an apartment and there was a kitchen like on the behind the receptionist. There was there was like a kitchen with like dishes and stuff. I said, either this is this man's workplace. Talk about work from home. He either live here. He either live here or I don't know. But I caught my mom right after in tears almost. She said, what is this man's name? She was ready to call and raise hell. 
and rightfully so because I was literally like I went home and scrubbed my forehead oh I'm all you're like I was like like I was losing it so that's my thorn um Mm. I literally blocked Suda's number. I'm I'm gonna go pick up my prescription though, because I do need that. But yeah. that's it. You will never look at these eyes ever again. <laughs> you will never. <laughs> you will never get the chance. <laughs> like so. whoa, mind you, we had literally Kiki for three hours before this. The fact that she held this in, this story, insane. I feel like God's strongest warrior. Cause I was like, I needed, I was ready to tell you this when we first got on, when we first started talking today, like I was disgusted. Like it was crazy. That's, mm, that would have been a TikTok for me. It's so crazy how we handle these things. Cause you're like mom. And I'm like, Hey you guys. So I'm mad. <laughs> I don't even want to bring my phone out. I literally went home and disinfected my phone. Like that's how it was. I was not, I was not even the mind space to ever try to make no TikTok in that environment. I felt personally victimized. I'm sharing my story. <laughs> Nature, I'm not doing shit. No, but that that actually is. I think that's he's on the list. Oh, top. Yeah, top. And he's he's even more on the list because I had to pay him thirty dollars to do it. I said this damn copay. See, and was this money money or HSA money? money money like i had to come out of pocket 30 dollars for him to put some dirty shit on my forehead <laughs> so <laughs> that's why i was even more pissed oh. I had to pay. everyone else you know everyone else on the list we never had to owe them money yeah i had yeah. to get attacked and pay for the attack <laughs> so okay so as you guys may or may not know, if you guys have been living under a rock, I'm probably going to give this caveat for the next for the entire season. Um, I live with my boyfriend now. Live, laugh, love. We did long distance for a whole year. Um, but this um, on Friday, he came home early. And typically, I'll take a nap between like 2 and 3.30, wake up, see if I had any pings from WebEx, and then I'll tidy up and Lola comes home. Mm-hmm. He, I took a nap, and he came home at 3.30. And I'm like, you didn't give me a chance to clean up the house. I want you to come up to a clean house. The house is a little junky because I was living in it, but also I needed to clean it up. So whatever. So he comes home. He's like, I was like, sweets, I have to go take, I have to go on my run. Like you kind of interrupted my process. He's like, do that. When you get back, we, um, we're going to go get dinner. We're going to go watch Guardians of the Galaxy and we're going to go shopping. I said, am I living the dream? That sounds like a good itinerary to me. I, I said, I feel like I'm living in fantasy land, like Deluxe no, land. Like this is real. So, when am I run? I'm training for a 5K, mind you. If you saw me on the street, like I said last time, I look like I'm struggling, but it's 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 not a marathon. Okay, it no, actually, life is a marathon. So we're gonna take this day by day, and that's it. When am when, when am I running the 5K before 2024? That's what I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. give a date before 2024 because it's on the bingo board. Um, but yeah, he, um, so we did that and Gardens Galaxy, I, I might say it, best movie of the year. Really? Moms, if I was in my period, I would have cried. I, I, t- I teared up, a tear didn't roll down, but I teared up. It is so freaking good. If you forget the fact that the main character is a Republican and horrible to his children, great. Ugh. My mom's great. Now, when the Barbie movie comes out, will I change that? Probably. But to this day, 
granted, I haven't been in an action movie theater in a while, so maybe it was just like the whole experience, but that movie was so freaking good, moms. It it was great. Oh my wow. gosh. Yes. So we went to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, it was too late, so we ended up going to this Mexican restaurant because nothing was open. Um, you know, when you walk into a Mexican restaurant and the bathroom already smells crazy, it can either be really, really good or really, really bad. Great service, okay? But Telemundo was blasting, okay? Tele- te- the Telemundo radio, I don't even know this thing. That radio was blasting. I couldn't even, we're in Lolo trying to have a, like a serious conversation. And I'm just like, sweet, I can't do this. And then like the the burrito wasn't fried. It was just like wrapped. And I was just like, I really don't want to take these leftovers, but I took it. Good guacamole. Let's just say because I know it's probably a family-owned business, I'm not going to write it on Yelp because I don't want their review to go down. So that was that. Mm. The next day we did br- like the whole we he had the whole weekend plan. We went to brunch the next day and mom's best brunch. Best freaking brunch. Like we didn't get mimosas, but if we did do that, literally a whole bunch of flavors of mimosas, even Aperol Spritz on the menu. Yes. At Rit- brunch. At brunch. Yes. Wow. Yes. They had so many different flavors, like this lavender infused mimosa. Like the I definitely need to go back. Um, mind you, I literally, before this call, I literally said that to Denasia, I'm never going to drink again, but like, it is what it is vibes. So, yeah. um, yeah, we did that. And then we just went like to home goods, bath and body works, Ross. I got a cute little outfit. We, we got some pillows from the house and some mixing bowls. Like it was just like, we were doing mundane things, but because we've been long distance for so long, it felt like, oh my gosh, I'm just so happy that we're finally be able to do the boring stuff together. You know, like the boring isn't boring because I'm doing it with you, which is crazy. I know it's love is insane. I will say that. But we were just giggling and cackling and just like having a great little weekend. Like it was fun and cute and vibey vibes. So, yeah. um, um, But I am doing a new content Instagram called Faith in Her 20s because it's embarrassing to post on Instagram. I will say that like now. But if I'm starting fresh and a new Anybody who follows that account means they actually want to see or their nose. Either way, cool, tune in. But I have so – I started my Instagram back in seventh grade. Oh, it died. I I finished I, – I started my Instagram back in seventh grade. So, so many people follow me that honestly probably don't care. Um, and I want to start some – I'll still post pictures on my regular Instagram. But for the brands that I want to collab with, I'm going to send them there. Mm. So that's That's kind of what I'm doing. Um, and I also got a new therapist. I basically told her, Hey, I don't really take therapists that are too nice seriously. So just that little caveat. And I told her I'm going to give her an enti- I had, literally have an entire Google doc of what's going on in my, my, my mental health and that I gave to my last therapist. I'm gonna give it to her. Daddy look crazy. And that's why I am the way I am. And kind of that's that, that, that's kind of the root cause, you know, you know, you remember when you had, you were in third grade and you do like the circle, like the, for all the paragraphs, mm-hmm. that circle. Is my daddy's crazy, but that circle, yeah. Um, and finally, my thorn is um, finally unpacked, it's about three weeks in, finally unpacked, but yes. But Lola was being a warden because he was like, Faith, you don't need all these clothes, and I'm like, How are you going to tell me what I don't need? And he's like, Faith, why do you need all these jackets? Mind you, I live in Denver. I live in Denver. I get cold like there's no tomorrow. And he loves to keep the AC. And he likes to open up these windows. I'm freezing, sweets. Yeah. 
So he's like, do you really need that? And then I was trying stuff on, but my thighs aren't letting me win because where all my weight goes, you guys. Um, and I'm not used to being anything higher than 110 and now I am. So yeah, um, that was cool. I gave away about a half a box worth of clothes and it was really hard, but I was like, Faith, somebody could get better use out of this because it's just going to be sitting in your closet and you can't fit it. You're never going to be that little again. You loved it. It was a good little era, but it is time to give it away. And Lola didn't understand the, the theory of sleep shirts. I have stacks and stacks and stacks of sleep shirts. He's like, Faith, I'm, I have a whole stack of sleep shirts that I'm going to give you because Lola fluctuates in weight a lot. So whenever he fluctuates weight, he gives me all of his clothes I doesn't want. Love it. But he's fluctuated weight a lot. So I have just, I have at least 35 sleep shirts. If that, minimum. 35? Yeah. <laughs> so like shirts he gets from like conferences or work. And he if he gets double, he gives to me like, yeah. And you got to remember, we, we're almost at four years, which is crazy. So four years of sleep shirts. Oh, girl, I thought you meant recently he gave you 35 shirts. No, I mean, he will because he is losing weight. He like he just throws shirts and then he just gives it to me in bulk. But yeah, like so he's like, Faith, do you really need that shirt? And I'm like, this is my favorite one. All of them are my favorite one because I, I'm holding on to those memories. He's like, we aren't long distance anymore. So you don't really need to hold on to the memory of me because I'm here with you. Mm. I was like, mind you, that I didn't give away that many. But still, I gave away about, about max 10. But that's still yeah. a lot for me because he's like, Faith, you're a hoarder. <laughs> Whoa. I said, well, I, he said, Faith, when are you ever going to need this? I said, I'll have it for when I need it. He goes, that's what hoarders say. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about to the hoarder show on TLC. I don't, I don't recall them saying it, but they maybe did. I they don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Honestly, if Lola says that, I, I kind of trust it. Depending, depending, because we also have this new game that we play, and we, um, on top of the whole wholesome, very like coupley dink weekend, doing come no kids vibes, we we were like, I want to, we need to start playing games. So we got Mancala, and we got um, we got this game called Tapple, and basically, you you pull a card, it's a category, and then you um, you hit the letter of the word that you want. So super cool, but we're both very competitive. So we were getting hot last night. Like we were getting angry. Like I was just like, bro, this with a lot of people will be so freaking fun. Like, oh, and mom, it was just such a very wholesome weekend. And I was just like, this is just a really great reset to get yeah. back into being a corporate girly. You know, I, I could have been, a, I was princess, pastor princess the whole weekend. It, mom, it was great. But the only downside to this weekend, I will say, we had a grand time. Caught up on Fire Force, which is his, one of his favorite animes. Caught up on all our shows, except for Succession. That that show you need to watch, moms. After White Lotus. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, well, yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah. But so it's, I, I'm only on like season two. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, this is our this is the last season, so. But um, but I will say, filter Twitter because Succession things will pop up, and I I yeah. Um. So the the con of this whole weekend is I was like, oh, I'm going to make pizza. So I'm making a pre, pre-made dough, all of it, da-da-da-da. But I'm like, oh, it's a little wet. So I start adding flour. Mind you, this is, I, I don't need to add anything else because all I said is add water. So I'm adding flour. I'm like, okay, you know, this is good. I can, because I couldn't mold it. 
because mm. I added more water when I was making it, I was adding extra ingredients. I wasn't, and typically I can make some shake, but you can't really make some shake with dough. Okay. Mm. So I cook the pizza 30 minutes, another 30 minutes is drying out. The, the dough will not cook all the way. And I just feel like just so defeated. I'm like, you're the provider. I'm the, I'm the gatherer. Like the least I could do is make pizza. And like, <laughs> the gatherer is crazy. If you think about it, that's really all I do. I gather the ingredients and make it. So, and I, and I clean half and half because he cleans half the time too. So I'm just sitting here like, oh my gosh, like I'm so defeated. Like I just, I, you know, I'm feeling horrible because I, again, I'm the, I'm, I'm the opposite of the provider. This is my job. This is my job. So if I can't do it, what the frick can I do? Okay. So I'm, and he's like, he's like, you know what? Let's order pizza. We want to do a pizza night. We'll order pizza. And you didn't do a bad job. And he's like, Faith, you followed the instructions. I said, well, what? He said, well. (laughs) I said, Faith, what did you add? I said, well, I couldn't, I couldn't roll it. So I added more dough. He's like, Faith, it's a pre-prepared mix. Like all you have to do with that water. I was like, I know, but I couldn't roll it. And he's like, well, at the end of the day, it's okay. I know, well, I've made that pizza multiple times. So he's like, this was basically a fluke. You're good. I'll order the pizza. Be good to go. And I was like, wow, that was very, like, it was kind of gentle. It was kind of an insight into gentle parenting, but like towards me. And I've never had gentle parenting before. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, this is huge. Like you didn't yell at me. You didn't say like, like F you. Like the, there's, there was just like, a, let's just come up with a solution. It's okay. Right. Moving on. Literally. And to that note, let's get into how to be less type A. Yeah, which is which is hard because we were literally type A before this call trying to figure out filming this. Like yeah. is, <laughs> well, more me, because I like I want to make sure that y'all can actually hear us. But I think it's just very hard to be less type A, especially when you come to terms with the fact that you are. Because half mm-hmm. of it is just realizing that you are type A. Yeah. And you like to control things. You like to have everything by the book, very organized, and then realizing that sometimes it's not that deep. And that's a hard realization because everything feels like end of the world. Exactly. Well, I wouldn't say end of the world for me. It just feels like, why is this not perfect? Like, I have a certain standard for myself, and I'll accept perfect and maybe like 10% less than perfect. So that leaves me at about 90%. So if anything's fallen behind that threshold, I'm like, oh, like this is this is actually bad, which is mm-hmm. a very dramatic thing to say. But like I said before, oh, yeah. I have a very long line of dramatic women. This is just what we do. No, so I think, well, the caveat that we have is that this episode is definitely going to gear a little bit more towards like how you act, especially if you've been in college or entering like the workforce. So yeah. hopefully you guys can still, you know, relate and, and it applies to like your life. But it definitely does help having disposable income too with like relieving some of that stress that comes to being type A because like, for example, you, you and the pizza situation, it's like, okay, it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. We can just go buy a pizza. What if there was no, there, what if there was no other option to buy pizza? It's like, oh, <sighs> I messed up and now we're hungry because we don't have nothing else to buy. You know, and like restart. No. Cause I, the thing is, I was like, I was like, cause the thing is, I was like, I had a budget for groceries. We weren't going to eat out this week. Like, you know, we weren't going to eat out until this weekend. I ruined that because, like, I'd, like, I, and the stuff that I could control, I did it wrong. And I either have to 
make a whole nother meal that was supposed to be for another night. Mm. Or I don't know what the fr- we're just not going to eat tonight. Mm. Yeah. And so it's having disposable income takes that like it takes that pressure off because it's yeah. like if you do mess up on something and you feel like you might not have done your best or you weren't performing to what level you wanted to, you can still try again with something else and you're not like putting your money at risk. Yeah. Because you got some, you you pay your all your bills are paid and you're good to go. Right, like you you can go out and buy a Domino's and not worry about it. It's literally like little like it's literally fifteen dollars if that. And I was like, yeah, but back in college, because like we said, being out of college also does help with a little bit less routine as well. Exactly. Because I moms, I used to have that schedule like, all right, exam every single beginning of the semester. Okay, exam this day. I study for this. I need to go here. I need okay. I need to meet my friend. Oh. <sighs> It was very tiring. Like I think back to, especially like 2019, I would say 2019 was one of my most stressful years because I was pre-COVID. So Mm -hmm. everything was completely in person. I remember I was working like 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. on like every other day. Mm. So I would literally do 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then I would go do meetings after that, after I got off at 6 p.m. And then on the other days where I was actually going to school, it was like 8.30 a.m. class to like 12.30 break, go to meetings in between that. And then go to one more class and then do all my extracurriculars and stuff after that. Then go home and study. Then wake up and do it. And then go to 7 a.m. at work the next day. And then the weekends, we're literally just prepping for the next week. The next week. And then going out because I was like, I got to have a social life. So I would just go out and then be dead tired the next day. Like, it was a vicious cycle. I was low-key grateful for COVID because I was like, I can finally sit down. Yeah. The student in me died on March 14, 2020, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. But, you know, I was just like, at least I could finally have some like breather room. And now I think back, I'm like, there's no reason I should have been stressing myself out that much. Moms, it was so I didn't have all that. But for me, it was like, I not that I was homeless. Okay. But I like, where is it headed? To this day, Kelly always is like, it could be worse. You could be homeless again. I'm like, Kelly, I wasn't homeless. But so we lived with my uncle, um, and that whole before COVID is a blur. I will say, if I didn't take pictures, if I went back, I don't know what the frick happened. I would drive forty minutes to my first class. Okay, because um, of Maricopa. If you're in Arizona, you know Maricopa. It sits in P, and then in traffic, I would Facetime a friend or something. Then I go to all my classes. I would. My main struggle was not taking a nap and not having a place to nap. Then, because I felt calculus the past two semesters, I had to go to our poly campus during peak traffic to hopefully make it on time to my calculus class didn't even end up passing it but yeah like it was I didn't really have any extracurriculars it was just a lot of driving and I'm just I realized I'm a tired girl at heart I need I love a good nap I I need a I need rest a sleepy girl in a busy world yes that is what I am that's literally what I'm I just need a little rest. I need a little nap time. Like, let's position for nap time to be in the corporate world. I feel like we can make a lot of better decisions. I'm going to text Chuck, our CEO. Hey, so. <laughs> so who is Chuck? Chuck Bass? Bro, we be, we be talking about our CEO because he, he's real cool. Like, I'm sure he, maybe he's not, like, outside of how he shows us. But the way he comes off, yeah. real cool. And we, we be talking about him like he our cousin. Yeah, Chuck. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> ah, real cool, real cool, 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 cool. Honestly, while I was in a mentorship program and this guy was like, fun fact, 
I saw Chuck and I was like, I know you from somewhere. And he literally told our CEO, he's like, you look so familiar. I don't know how I know you. And he's like, I, I don't know either. And then he, he, he see, see them. It's the CEO. See, because our CEO, his name is David. I met him at a happy hour. I said, hi, David. Nice to meet you. He said, what's your name? I said, nice to meet you. I, I was just chopping it up because my yeah. determination is to crack every type of CEO or like very high C-suite level people because most of the time they can be very scary people. So I'm Absolutely. like, I'm going to make sure I get you to laugh. You're going to know yeah. I'm a real person. You're going to know my name. Yeah. And I told him like I want him to work on a project for our division. And I was like, if you're interested, he's like, yeah, hit my EA up. Just put something together. They love a good EA. Hit my EA love, up. Love a good executive assistant. I said, I will do that, David. He said, you have a good day. I said, you too. You'll, you'll be seeing me. You will know the name, the nation, baby. Okay. So literally when I tell you, go talk to that CEO. That's that's a type A tip. Um, I know this is how to be less type A, but go it's, network. It's, yeah. Oh, okay. So let's go ahead and get into it, uh, the thick of it all. What do you think jumps out of your type A-ness? Definitely childhood. I mean, like, First of all, being being a firstborn daughter, let's talk about yeah. it because that's a whole other thing. Uh, we can have a whole episode on that alone. Being yeah. the firstborn daughter, I feel like there's definitely a lot of pressure, especially if you have siblings, to kind of set that like precedence and set yeah. that example. And for me, I was like, I got two younger siblings looking up to me. I gotta like, I gotta be right and tight because if I'm not, it doesn't leave much room for. I mean, if, I mean, it does help them if like if they see a, an older sister that's doing what she needs to do. But at the same time, yeah. if I don't. You know, I'm setting a bad example. So that was that was part of the reason. Two, yeah. just being a black a black woman in general in this society, you have to give a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, maybe more on everything you do, just to be regarded as somebody that's white or another race that's giving only seventy. Yeah, and you're in the same level of recognition. So off bat, that was ingrained in me. My mom was like, especially my mom because like she's a black woman, so she was just like, you know, people are gonna look at you. And already they, especially if they're racist or they don't like black people, they're already going to have a negative perception in your head. And you're basically working backwards to unwork that. So yeah. she said, unfortunately, it sucks, but you're going to be on your P's and Q's at all times. You're going to have to be presentable at all times. That's why I grew up very like pristine, like very like cut and clear, like even the day, like, 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 like the way I dress, the way I act is very cut and clear. Because my mom was like, how you appear yourself to the outside world matters. Like, people already look at black women with a side eye. And it's like, you now have to work backwards to undo that. So she was mm -hmm. like, when you go outside, you look presentable. Like, I was like ironing my clothes every day before school. Like, that type of eye. And it's just like, and especially when we, I had uniforms at one school. Because um, mm -hmm. they didn't allow, like, you to wear your own clothes. So it was like, make sure that uniform is 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 right and tight. Make sure that skirt is is ironed. Like, that was the type of vibe I had. So it kind of just stuck. And I was just, I kind of got in that cadence of like, everything I need to do needs to be my best. Because if it's not, I'm giving people room to discriminate against me where that, that shouldn't be happening. But unfortunately, it just, there's a, there's a more likely probability, prob what am I trying to say? There's a more- Higher probability? Thank you, bro. I said, I'm getting to my words, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's a yeah. higher probability of that happening if you are a black woman versus if you're a white woman and you can kind of get away with being mediocre. Yeah, I can't get away with being media. Like I need to be above and beyond. Absolutely, mediocrity is not allowed for Black women. Isn't and isn't. So uh, that's where it started for me. What about you, moms? Um. Okay. So it's kind of not as positive for you. So being a big sister, we definitely do need to do an episode on that because that's mm -hmm. that's huge. Um. So literally everything you said about being a big sister, 
but also um, as you guys may or may, not, may, may or may not know, uh, my parents were never married. So um, after once I was five, my my dad realized he had a child, met him da, 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 da. every other weekend. I, I went over to his house. So growing up, um, I was chilling with my mom. My mom, like I said, never really gave us rules, which is like, I trust y'all. I raised y'all right. Be good. You know, other than not doing chores, we really didn't get in trouble like that. Now, I always thought I was a good kid until I got to my dad's house and my dad, dad is strong. My donor was basically like, there was just this unspoken, like you in this family, on this side of the family, we're better than everybody else. And we are the peak black people. And we basically are white. And like, like my dad just doesn't even claim that he's black unless it profits him, Mm. you know, you know, like, uh, like one of these days growing up and I will never forget this. He's like, yeah, I'm Portuguese. I'm sure a smidgen in ancestry.com said Portuguese, but it never to give that you are Portuguese. Took that and ran because you say say one word in Portuguese. Hola. That's probably. That's Spanish. So. (laughs) They they overlap, but like it, like it's just, so I didn't grow up with on every other weekend. I didn't grow up. Um. I basically grew up, grew up cold switching that I feel like that's the best way to say it. Like when I would go to, over to my donor's house, it would be, I would like, I would sleep a good portion of the time because I just felt like it, when I'm asleep, y'all can't criticize me. Um, so I'm good. Like I would have, I didn't know that I didn't know what they were, but every time I would pack for my, for his house, I would get panic attacks and I would always forget something very important because I would feel like I need to be so, so proper, so prim. I need to be ready for literally everything. And it was Honestly, my type A-ness kind of was a fight or flight because it was like, they're never going to see me as good enough. But if I try my absolute best, maybe there's only going to be two or three things that they say bad about me this weekend. Mm, And it's like, there's no way for a child to grow up. So I feel like my type A-ness just kind of stemmed from, I need to be the best of the best because there's a higher likelihood that they won't talk down about me or they won't look at me sideways when I come like oh your dress is too short or um your hair isn't right or your lip gloss isn't like just a lot of nitpicking that kind of made me into like a more um what's that word I'm very hard on myself but I think that's where my type a-ness kind of stems from like it really sucks working on in therapy so happy that I'm getting a new therapist um but yeah I think that's more so where it's jump started and it's it's only gotten better after college but just also being the school sister too. Being the school sister, that's your only thing that I'm good at. Well, I got to go ham because I don't really have a hobby that I'm good at that I can get awards at other than talking. And I'm not a, being a communications major because I don't want to write no papers. So yeah, that that's kind of that's kind of how it's tend from. But moms, when do you think you started to become less type A? Definitely after college. Um, I literally, in my head, I was like, I kind of had a do it now or do it later type of mindset. And I was like, especially in college, I was very, very locked in. And I was just like, if I don't grind out and do what I need to do now to get a good job after college and like get into grad school, I might feel defeated and I might not ever do it. And I don't know why I have this fear that like older Denasia just wouldn't have the same like like time and drive but that's what I felt like and I was like if I don't do it now when will I ever do it 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm already in the mode of like studying and trying to like be a good student. Like I just need to knock it out now. So yeah. I literally took that into overdrive, which was not healthy, but I also didn't know anything other than that. So I yep. was like, if I stop now, I'm not going to reach any of the goals that I've been working hard for, for literally 18 years. Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. So it was also kind of like this fear of like, almost like sunken costs. Like I'm losing the time that I have invested so much into my goals for now for me to chill out because everyone was like girl chill out I was like if I chill out now I'm losing everything I worked for like I need to continue going hard which I mean I guess that is that is kind of a very determined mindset but at the same time it can be very toxic and I was very very hard on myself and Mm -hmm. I could have been doing well in the eyes of everybody else but if it wasn't like my expectations even my parents once I got to college they was like girl we don't care what grade you get like as long as you did did you try did you do well okay it was me where I was like, no, it needs to be a 4.0, 4.0. Like I was doing that to myself, which was, I don't even know why I was doing that. Like looking back, but I mean, it did help me get to where I need to go. It's the reason why I now have my own place where I now have my own job. Like I completely take care of myself with no, no help. But looking back, I think that's definitely when I started, when my type A-ness was at its peak. And when it stopped being less type A was when I got to my job and I finally started to like feel the benefits of what I worked for. And I was, like, I was like, wow, like I go to work, I go to a job, I go to a company that I dreamed of working at for one. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I've checked everything off my list. And I was like, now I, not to say I don't have a list. It's just like all career wise, everything is like, it's like more of like my like personal leadership and like my growth. It's not like, oh, I want to get into to this school. I need to do everything I can to make sure my application is perfect and do the essays. It's less tangible. It's more like, I want to be a better leader. I want to do more networking. I want to be a better person. Like it's more like holistic, I guess. So yeah. now that that has happened and I have that like pressure off of just being a student, it has changed my mindset completely. Like not to say I'm type P, but it's like, I'm just like, what's the point of stressing about it? Like it's going to work out. And mm-hmm. I've had, I've started to really trust the process and realize like things will work out. The more I've been more type B, I would say, the more things have actually worked out in my favor, which is crazy. Yep. And, it's like, and also part of that is also, I, I also want to say it's also looking at my relationship with God because it started more after I graduated where I just started just like trusting the process and being like, hey, God's plan. If it's meant to happen, it will. If it doesn't, it wasn't meant for me. And yeah. like seeing rejection as redirection basically. And yeah. if it doesn't happen, it's not meant for me. So when I started having that mindset, I was like, wow, this is like, Ugh, off my shoulders, you know? And also I don't have to worry about anybody else. Like it's literally just me. And it's like having that also and not having like not to say like living with your parents, you don't get that, but it's like being in a in your in a space with somebody else or being in someone else's home, especially your parents' home, where those expectations are sitting on you, it does make it harder for you to kind of break out that mold because it's not just you you're worrying about. You're worrying about what your parents think, what your Mm -hmm. siblings think whoever else you're around, what they think. And it adds another layer, especially if you're a student. Yeah. Ugh. You you hit the nail on the freaking head. I'll, I'll add a little bit. But for me, when I became less type A, it was more so after I graduated. Like it was from kindergarten through get then getting and then graduating and then getting into college. Okay. College, boom, boom, boom. What do I need to do to get that internship? Okay. Got the internship. What do I need to do to secure it? didn't get it well frick my whole world is done da, 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 da. but I was like you know what my name is in the portal I got to figure it out got my freaking um 
actual full-time role and everything was good. Um, when I freaking graduated, moved across the country by myself and lived by myself, I think the the phrase like nobody's coming sucks. But in your 20s, that's kind of what it is. And I was just like, if anything happened, I'm like, okay, well, frick, this actually sucks. But yeah. can we change it? If we can, all right, let's get up and change it. There's no need to freaking stress about it. Like, what the frick is stressing going to do? I'm not going to say I do not stress anymore because it's me, you know? But, like, that's, like, a root personality trait, which sucks. But at the end of the day, let's say your cereal spills. Nobody's coming. Nobody is coming to save you. It sucks. But nobody's coming. So I really had to start realizing, okay, can we change this? All right, let's change it. If not, charge it to the game. Charging it to the game has been my motto, man. Like literally, something bad happens. Charge the game, and yeah. that's all. And it also comes with having disposable income and being a little bit more financially stable because charging to the game could also mean losing money. In some yes. ways, yes, yes, that's yep. And it's and it's like back in college when I was penny pinching, like. I was literally going down the aisle and putting it in my calculator, going specifically out the way to the grocery store that didn't have taxes so I can calculate it in the aisle. Now I'm like, okay, budget is 40. If we go to 80, okay, we got to cut somewhere else. But like at the end of the day, we need groceries. You got to eat. I would have just been eating oranges and apples and canned tuna. Like that's literally like having disposable income does make this process a lot easier. Like we are not, we, we are acknowledging that because yeah. that's really what it is. Um, but when I, I start, and I also started choosing myself, like, and that also goes into being a people pleaser because sometimes when you're a type A, a lot of times when you're a type A, you're like, okay, okay, well, are they okay? And are they okay? And sometimes for me, I've realized that's a love language of mine. That some it might not be other people's love language. Mm. Like for example, Miami. I was trying to make sure the nature is okay. They just don't need don't need me to make sure she's okay. But to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to make sure it's everybody okay. You really don't. Yeah. And that's and that's part of just realizing like what your how your friends operate too. Because I was like, I was like, I'm good. Like I'm I'm a grown, you know, like like I was just like, we're the same age. Well, you're older than me. But still, well, I was just like, yeah, my, 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 I was just like, I was just like I'm good. Like, you don't have to worry about me. Like, it was like, it was like, we both had big sister syndromes mm-hmm. and you were applying okay. the big sister syndrome to, to the, to, to us. And we were like, yes. there's no need, you know, like we're good. And the thing is my big sister syndrome to Kelly, she's like, yeah, I keep on doing it. But to the Nasia, because Kelly's not type A. So it works. She's yeah. like, yeah. but to another type A is like, no, I got it. And if another time, I'm sure if vice versa, I'd be like, I got it. So literally, I can't wait to have a redeeming girl strip. Like, I'm with this new type of type P. I'm very excited. So this charge is the game mindset. Very excited. So, um, and yeah, like, more so prioritizing myself and saying that, like I said, last episode, is convenient sleep or comfort on the docket? I don't need to go. It's not. Like sometimes I can get out of, you can get out of your comfort zone. Like I can go, I can, I can go up and party and stuff, but realistically, I want comfort, comfort, convenience, or sleep. That's just what I really enjoy. And you have to figure out what works for you. And mm-hmm. if somebody's asking you of something, it doesn't align with you. Oh, hey, sorry, love you. No, 
And if they take it to the, take it to heart, well, maybe they're not the friends for you or right. family members that you need to keep around you for you. And and um, part of that is also feeling not guilty for being type A. And I'm guessing mm-hmm. I'm kind of jumping on to our future questions, but not feeling guilty for having fun or enjoying yourself. Oh, that's hard. That was a big one, especially for me, like in college. Anytime that I was like chilling for a weekend, I was like, dang. In the back of my head, I was like, you could probably do something a little more productive. Like that, yeah. that, that nagging voice in your head that's like, or just feeling guilty for just sitting down and resting. And it's like, bro, I actually saw a TikTok and it was this girl and she was like, it was a black girl. She's laying down and she starts feeling guilty about laying down. And then it shifts to like a perspective of like her ancestors and then being like, yes, like she gets to lay down. I don't even think about it like that because anytime I'm, like that, I'm like, Faith, you can literally, you could be sending emails. You can, you could be, you could be making content. Like, and that also is a little bit hard for a content creator that isn't full time. Cause I'm just like, I could, could be making content. Like there's girlies going harder. So mm. it's just on the, like that comparison thing. Like, yeah. okay, well, if I do rest, that's taking out time of this. And it's just, when you don't have a routine, it's a little bit easier. And because I fit a nap into my routine. That's just, that is how I get through the day. I have to reset my day. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, when I came here, when I first moved here, I realized like I had to evaluate, okay, what is important to me? I do, I do value comfort and sleep, but I also value fun. Like a Mm -hmm. lot. Like I like to enjoy my life. Like I like to have like stories to tell, memories. Like when I do my photo demo in the month, I want to have actual fun photos. I want, I want to be able to reflect on the month and be like, yeah, I had a good month. So when I realized that, I was like, I can't, guilt trip myself for having fun and doing things I like to do if that's what's if that's what that's what's important to me if I like to go out with my friends and go to brunch and I my love language is brunch I'm not gonna hold you I can't feel guilty for that so when I like came to that conclusion with myself and I was like why am I sitting here guilt tripping myself for things that I love to do life became a lot better and I was just like I can do both like you can be you can have fun you can also have goals and prioritize them but you can have a balance and some people think you got to choose one or the other especially as you get older you don't you don't you sure don't you gotta know what you just gotta know what works for you and not compromise for anybody else right and be your own person like even I haven't thought about like when I'm married and having kids I still want to go do things I like to do that doesn't mean I'm gonna be at the club as a mom (laughs) and shout out to the moms at the club if that's what you want to do but like if I want to go out and go to a brunch on a Sunday and I ain't had a break all week I'm giving the kids to to, to the grandma's the baby I don't know I'm figuring something out so (laughs) so I can I can make time for myself because that's probably how parents like especially back to our, our last episode why some parents or the Mother's Day episode where people will sometimes lose themselves as parents and kind of feel like my kids are my life. I don't know who I am. And then, you know, their kids leave or they become empty nesters. And now they're kind of going through like a, a crisis. Cause they're like, my whole life is in my kids. I yep. think if you start prioritizing yourself somewhere in there, I mean, it's going to be hard, especially if they're like toddler age or baby age, but I think that kind of prevents that. So I kind of like mentally prepared myself for when that moment comes in like eight years, <laughs> which is dramatic, but like whenever I decide to have children, yeah. Um, of just thinking about how I can still stay in Asia and be someone else's mom or their. That also plays into having a partner that it feels equal. Cause I feel like a lot of the moms out there that feel burnt out and feel like, Oh, sorry. Like they put their whole entity into being a mom are either single moms 
or have partners that are they're basically single moms. Yes. They're single you know? married women. Yep. There we go. Exactly. And it's like, no, like if you find someone that makes you feel like you can live that type of life, I think that makes it a lot easier. Even before y'all get have children, are y'all splitting the chores? Does it feel even? Mm. Are y'all splitting the stuff even without the children? Not mm. sorry, not bills, but chores. Yeah, chores. Like household. Yeah, household things like are that just sitting there and you folding you you're washing, folding, uh ironing, uh straightening it up, vacuuming, mopping, all this stuff. Are what is that? Let's talk about it. And you and still want to Huh? And you still want to have a kid with him. Oh, After- oh yeah. It's backwards. That's on you. On that note also, like something that I thought about was like not to say men are like dogs, but I feel like sometimes you gotta train them how to treat you. If mm-hmm. you if you because I think a lot of times, especially if you're a very independent woman, you're like, I'm gonna just do it myself. Yeah. So you you get into that cadence of being like when there's dishes there, oh like you might be frustrated, but you're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. Instead of being like, Can you help me for this? Learning how to ask for help mm. and learning how to not just take over something. Cause at the end of the day, if if someone comes home, let's say you're living with somebody and they come home and wash dishes every time, they might be frustrated doing it. You don't know that. You're like, Oh, they got it. You might not be thinking about it intentionally, but that person's gonna be like, Oh, why would I go do dishes when you always do when you come home? You kind of train people how to treat you. So if yeah. you feel like I'm already handling everything, you, that needs to be a conversation. And it's like, can we can we now split this? Ask for help. I normally wash them when I come home. Can you do them the other days on the weekend? Like figuring yeah. out a system that works. I think that's also being less type A is learning how to ask for help and learning when it's like appropriate to have, to have help and when it's appropriate to be like, hey, like I need some extra lifting here. And I will say, for our, all of our type A girlies, if you don't know it, now you know it. Your receiving love language is top, probably top two acts of service because we do everything. And having a partner that comes in is just like, I got it. It might be a little hard to let go, but it, if they got it and actually do it, because I know some men are just imbeciles and they'll, they'll, they'll be like, it's okay. And it's like, are you a child? Like, why would you, why are the dishes still dirty? What? Yeah, like do, if you want to do it, do it right. Have a competent partner. Also, I know this is simple, but please put it on your list because you could have a beautiful. I was just talking to Naja. My my top two were six three light skin. I barely had any qualities on my list when I was in seventh grade. My job was in seventh grade, but still, I have a six three dark skinned Nigerian man that actually services me to death. I literally eat it up so much, and like he he's also a little he's. Yeah, you know, he's actually type A for real. Cause he's also a um older brother and I asked for service him t- to death too. And he's like, I got it. I'm like, no, you need to sit down because you've asked to service me seven times today. Let me, let me just do it two times to you, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, I I will say having an access service man or partner is that girl for real. It makes your life easier. Why, why have a man or woman come into your life and they're not making it easier. Because you, you do everything all by yourself anyway. Thank you. Take something. What are you doing for me that I can't do for myself? Take something off my plate. And I'll do the same for you. That and hard. also on the point of having a competent partner. A partner that you don't have to parent. Because I feel like a lot of. And I, I maybe, maybe this is a skewed perspective just based off what I've seen from 
from people that have shared their stories on like TikTok or social media. But it sounds like a lot of people are literally mothering their husbands or mothering their boyfriends. Mm-hmm. And, and when you ask a man, oh, this is a, this is actually a sprinkle, sprinkle tip. When you ask a man what his dream woman is or what he looks for in a woman, listen to what he describes. Is he describing a partner or is he describing a mom? Because a lot of them are describing mothers. I need somebody that's going to take care of me. I need somebody that's going to cook for me and clean for me and hold me down. You're looking for a mom. (laughs) And I'm not her. I'm not her. Versus if he says I'm looking for somebody to build a life with, have a partnership with. You see the difference. I, I like that. That's a huge thing. Like, and vice versa, if, if you if you ask, you know, like, if he asks you, like, you know, be honest. But it's like, also, look at what you're asking for. And d- do you need a partner for that? Or can you do it yourself? Or can you fulfill that yourself? Or can you fulfill that through your friendships or your relationship with your family? Like, figure that out before you start dating someone. Because I will say, friendships don't get any stronger until after a breakup. I will tell you that right now. They get it. Or a huge family crisis or something like that you get real close you realize who you actually want to tell your business to thank you thank you because uh freck 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 but moms what helps you not revert back to that anal super rule following type a girly um i'll be like did i die did anyone else die are we good or did we survive okay Okay. It's not that deep. Like literally I I have to take mental check-ins with myself and be like, Danasia, is it that deep right now? And also remembering like, if it doesn't, if it's not going to matter in five years, why am I spending this amount of time stressing about it? Yeah. And that has helped me a lot. Cause I, I start, I tend to get caught up in the short term and not remember that like, this is probably not going to matter in a couple weeks. Yeah. Which is a very hard yes. thing to come to terms with because it's like, if you're type A, usually everything matters. It's like, no, yeah. this is a big deal. But it's like, it's not a big deal. And if it's gonna, if if caring about it and making a big deal about it is gonna put your relationships at risk and you actually want those people in your life, you have to remember that too. Because for me, I'm like, if this is, if if, if nagging about this or like bringing this up is gonna ruin a relationship, it's not worth it. It's not worth the five, the five minutes of stress I'm feeling about it. Yeah. So I'd rather just handle it Figure out if I still feel the same way in the morning. Also, give yourself time. Do yeah. you feel the same way about it as you did when you went to sleep? Because when I sleep on things, I wake up feeling like, oh, why was I ever worried? You know, like it just washes all my troubles away. And I just give things time. Like literally, if you have an issue, give it a couple days, sit on it. And if you still feel the same way afterwards, that's probably your intuition. If not, you might have, not to say you're overreacting, but you might have been overreacting. And it might not have been that deep. Which sucks to sucks. hear. That's but true. sometimes you got to tell yourself that because I don't want to hear it from nobody else. That's another thing. I need to work on hearing it from other people because when people give me that type of criticism, I'm like, did I ask you? We're definitely going to get into that in our, in the pros and cons of type A's. But for me, um, journaling, like how Danae just said, like, is it going to matter? If there's something that's really just occupying my brain, I have to get it out on, mm. on a journal. And journaling, I have one journal for like, like, God related stuff and it's like it's really it's when I'm down bad because honestly you don't get closer to God until you especially like in your 20s until you're like really down bad and that was during uh, when I was moving I was broke it was horrible now I'm a little bit more happy-go-lucky it's just like more so internally I need to like I want to just make myself a a better person that's goes in my yellow journal which is like 
let's just talk about stuff. I don't have to say Dear God. It's more so Dear Diary. And I literally love it because I used to love the Dear Diary um, books. But journaling and then also doing my best to communicate my feelings. Still, am not the best at it. But from year one, when I started dating Lola, I have gotten exponentially better. Oh, my gosh. That's um, that I was a brat when I first started dating him. And he has molded me into the woman that he, like, that he wants. He's He saw... He saw the, what is Thank you. He saw the potential. He's like, we just gotta, I know this isn't you because you made it. It's because of your dad. Mm. And I was like, thank you for understanding that. Because even to this day, he's like, I know this behavior isn't something that like you learn. It's something you learn from your surroundings. So we just kind of have to kind of break that. Break that right. cycle. Yeah. So just having like a very patient partner has definitely helped me as well as therapy. I've been, I'm on my third therapist just because I've been moving a lot. Um, and then also being more forgiving of myself when I make a mistake. I used to be like, Faith, you suck. You are literally horrible. Like, why the frick would you even think that? Like, I am my biggest critique. And I think I all, biggest critic. And I think a lot of, a majority of type A girlies and boys are very, very hard on themselves when they make a mistake. And realistically, in the grand scheme of things, maybe to a type B person, it's not really that big of a deal. But to yeah. us, it's huge. Yeah. Like, like, I'll literally, like, if it's at work, I'll literally scream. And then I have to come come back to earth. And I'm like, okay, did anyone die? Like, Denasia, is anyone bleeding? Because, okay, let's get a Band-Aid. And three, can we do better next time? I feel like that third one really helps because it's like, well, okay, we did, we're acknowledging we made a mistake, but also... Let's just learn from our mistakes. That's why they're there to learn from them. Right. And for work specifically, I have to realize we are not saving lives. We're not doctors. Not. More firefighters. Like, we're not saving lives. So once I come down from my high horse and re- ask myself all those questions and realize to myself, are, are we saving lives? No, we're, we're putting something they sell. And it's not even actually submitted yet. Just redo it. Just be like, hey, you're, to your manager, it might take an hour more. And it's fine. Because I feel like I'm sure you're making a bigger deal out of it than in grand scheme of things. It really matters. It doesn't really matter that much because literally I'll be freaking about something. Pay my manager about it. He's like, okay, just let me know when you're finished. Girl, my mentor at work told me no one cares what spreadsheet you worked on once they're done and once you move on to your role. No one is looking back in the history to see who edited the spreadsheet. They don't care. She said, spend more time on the relationships, your like legacy as a worker, like all that matters way more. What you started, what what things you have listed under your name versus, oh, I edited some formulas in Excel. No one cares about that. And when she told me that, I was like, wow, because I've been putting a lot of weight on them all of Excel spreadsheets, man. Like Mm -hmm. I've been in Excel day in, day out. And it's like, like no one cares no one literally cares like, as long as it gets done basically quite quite literally yeah. um but let's just go because i know i have cons and cons let's just go pros and cons yeah. um to i was looking up i was trying to get some inspo for to this outline and i found this website called betterup.com and they gave a description of all the different type of types so type a through d i think um, so let's just kind of go through the pros and see if they align with us. Um, I'll go ahead and read the first one. You're motivated to achieve your goals no matter what challenges you face. Mm. Ting, that's me. Yep. Um, no matter what challenges you face, 
I'm not going through that many trials and tribulations, but I'm going to figure it out. Let's just say that. I'm going to figure it out at the end of the day. Uh, Mom, do you want to read the next one? Yeah. So you're highly competitive, making you organized and strategic. Yeah, that that aligns. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Um, you're unafraid to take take a leadership role in projects or work. Unafraid is strong, but I'm going to do it because I know it's going to make me look good. Yeah, I wouldn't say unafraid either. I would just say sometimes you might have anxiety. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I do it right, but not unaf- not, not not afraid. Yeah. Um, you can multitask to get jobs done faster. Now, how good am I at multitasking? Okay. But I'm a, I'm definitely going. I'm not going to just work on one thing all day. I I simply just can't do that. That's not how Never that works. <laughs> Ever in life, maybe even if I was chilling in the belly, but that's it. I was I was doing one single thing, just trying to stay alive in there. That's it. Um, <laughs> uh, is, is it you or me for this one? Uh, you. Okay. Mostly people can rely on you, and you excel in academic workspaces. Yeah. That's probably that's- the most hard hitting one. That part. Real bad. Oh, frick. They got us real bad. Um, you never have to worry about being surprised, usually, because everything is not Google Doc. I added this one. <laughs> this is not from uh this is not from Better Up. Uh yeah. Uh usually I would say most type A people don't not to say they don't they don't like surprises, but especially in like work or school, it's like the last thing I w- I ever wanted was to come in on a school day and they'd be like, All right, take your pins out, we're taking a test. Huh? That's the worst nightmare. I would literally cry right then and there. So, like, I feel like most type A people are very organized with their schedules. So, it's not many surprises, yeah. in my opinion. No, you're you're absolutely right. Now, let's go ahead and get into the cons. So, we came up with some cons, and then we'll talk about better up. So, for mine, for me, I'm an extremist. So, becoming less type A is a little hard for me. Because the question is, what are some cons about being less type A? Because I'm an extremist, I'm either super, super anal, asleep. Or just raw dog in life for real, okay? Um, And I don't care about anything. And so for me, I have missed, I think, three or four flights, which is so not like me. Like every time I tell my sisters, they're like, you missed a what? You? You always get to the airport two hours before. But now I'm a little lackadaisical, so I want to pick to be lackadaisical type P on a flight day. And I'm like, I got it. It's, it's okay. And like I said, it's disposable income. Some of the times I had to pay more. I'm just like, well, this sucks, but I'm probably not going to do it again. Did I do it again? Yes. But like I said, disposable income does help with being a little chill because you're just like, okay, let's let's switch it. To, let's let's switch a date or let's let's switch, let's push it. Like it doesn't really matter. It does, and it sucks when I've missed a flight, but it's what it is. And another point of the family trip. I don't know if I told y'all this in my RBT um, in the past, in the season for sure. Um, I planned a family trip and I made a Canva outline and the whole thing. Like, I'm talking about FAQ for real. I said, um, I need everybody to respond by Saturday. I think I sent it midweek so you can know, so I can book the Airbnb. Like, I even sent payment plans the whole night. Everything I could control, I controlled. I didn't get a single response. I said, all right, well, F y'all. (laughs) <laughs> we're, not, we're not having a cousin trip then and then they're gonna ping me this week talking about some hey is the trip still happening if i told you you needed to respond by this certain day and you didn't respond it's a wrap what you think we have in that trip now past 18 year old faith i would have been freaking out i would have been going off on everybody like y'all need to if y'all don't want to do it 
If y'all don't really think it's that important to have that cousin camaraderie like we did when we grew up, well, frick, I shouldn't care either, huh? Right. I'm going to see who I want to see because there are some people that, you know, y'all, some, some shakers, some movers and shaker cousins. If you know, you know. And you might be the one and you might not know. But moms, what, what, <laughs> what, what are some cons about being less type A for you? Um, for me, I, my problem is that sometimes I'll have trouble like taking on a task and, and finishing it all the way through because I sign up to do everything. So it's like, you have a lot on your plate and it's very hard to like follow through with everything. Cause if you, if you sign up to do eight different things, the likelihood of you being able to finish all eight of those things from start to finish and do them well is hard. And you have yourself at this high pedestal and it's like, choose maybe three of those things and invest most of your time into that. You'll probably get more value out of that than just signing up to do everything. And now you're spreading yourself too thin. So I would say that's my main thing. I'm right there right now. I definitely definitely do that. And also for me, procrastination goes crazy. For somebody that's so type A, my procrastination is insane. And it's only because I will literally stress so much about work I haven't even started yet. I'll be like, oh my God. I have to do that and it needs to be good. And Never even started it, but I'm already stressed because I want it perfect. And the stre- the fact that I'm stressing about it is making me anxious so that I don't yep. start it because I don't want to be anxious. So it's just a vicious cycle. So um, usually it's never that deep, but I never learned my lesson. So maybe one day I will, but you know what? I'm 22. I got my whole life ahead of me. We got um, some years. Giving myself and grace. That And what are some cons about being less type A? Um, I know I would type say, a cons, but the less type A cons. Yeah, I would say the main one is that, and there, there are not many. It, it does really work out in this world to be type A. I'm not gonna hold yeah, you. You you do you do well in school and work, and you get many. Uh, <laughs> but I would say the main one is that sometimes I feel guilty for living a more soft life or relaxing. Yeah. I mentioned before but it does suck because it's like you're you're leaning life less type a and nothing's really changing but in your head it kind of feels like you're doing less and you're not performing as well as you used to and it's like oh frack yeah it's really hard to come to terms with but it's like nothing really changed like you're you're still living the same life I guarantee you nothing drastic happened but in your head it's like I'm not doing as well as I used to Mm. which is hard that's bro bro junior year high school faith i don't think i'll ever get to that really ap us history the long nights like i just oh i i was crying every night granted i that's kind of a that's me i'd be crying Mm -hmm. but i was just like i put my entire work into school and that happens when you're type a when you end up being the school sister Yep. That's just, and you, it's hard to break that mold. Uh, yeah. And trying, I, I really, when I, I, I started, when I started work, I was like, I do not want to put my entire life into work. I want to do good, but I don't want to make it my, my entire personality because that was yeah. school. And I needed to figure out who the frick Faith was outside of school because I didn't know. And I'm still trying to figure it out to this day. What the heck is Faith like? That doesn't involve work or school. Ah, uh, sleep. And I feel like that's 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 my that's what I revert to. And now it's I like I like spending money. I'm I'm you know I'm I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at spending money. I de- 
Um, I love anime. Um, love a good brunch. Love mm. a. I love to dress up. I love to journal. I love to talk too. Anywhere that I can just talk about the stupidest stuff, I'm down. Yeah. And that's why the dynamic quiet boyfriend, loud girlfriend works in this household. Every time. Every time. Um, but let's honestly, let's go ahead and get to the affirmation of the week. Like, I feel like we we talked a good amount on this. And I honestly, I this might be one of my favorite episodes from this season. Me too. Because it's really, it's real life. <laughs> like, this yeah. is, we live this day in, day out. We live in this right yeah. now. We we went from season one where every time we um we um recorded I would put it in our Google Doc and in my schedule my paper schedule. Now we're just like, okay, what day works for you? Oh, this doesn't work for you? Okay, can cool. you do another day? Cool. Let's let's push back an hour. Like we're just like it'll get done. It will honestly season one faith faith and danger be like, girl, what? No, literally. But we've grown a lot. And it it, it helps out a lot because it really does take a lot of that extra pressure off that we are just putting on ourselves for no reason. Absolutely. Ugh, love growth. And that's yeah. honestly type A. Type A Black Girls has been growth, like season one. Honestly, every season. Yeah. I mean, As we're not changing the name to type B Black Girls, but you absolutely know. Absolutely not. Never that. We're not, we're never that type B. But, <laughs> you know, uh, but our affirmation of the week, speaking of that. Yes. Is that it's okay to be type A. You just need to relax a little bit. That's it. That's it. Moral of the story. That's moral of the story. Ugh. I love this. Like, I, I really cannot wait to watch this back. Um, especially because we have video, it definitely does help my attention span. Yeah, uh, the sometimes I'm just like, I, I don't know if I want to hear my voice. But the video definitely does help. Um, but, Mom, let's go get it. Let's, we don't have no calls from the request line. If y'all need any advice, the link tree in our Instagram, Instagram in our link tree is um, anonymous uh-huh. box freesuggestionbots.com thank you free suggestion go ahead and check it out there if you have any dilemmas or any advice that you need to submit questions on we haven't had one in a minute so i don't know if maybe life been going good for y'all y'all got no questions but if you do submit them and we will answer them in the next episode but absolutely um, i've been trying to gather all my why would you say that while we've been doing this because i have a lot (laughs) and we didn't do them last episode so y'all are about to get fed real good Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I'm going to start. So basically, um, this guy, so this guy died, okay? And I guess I, the picture didn't make much sense because when I saw the picture, I saw like the girl's name in right cursive, I mean, red cursive on the chest. And I'm just, I literally sent this to nature, like we couldn't get a better angle because his armpit hair was just chilling in the picture. I was like, it's irritating. I start going through the mentions and the comments and on Twitter, and they're like, three girls have posted this man trying to claim him. So I guess she posted that picture saying, I am the main because he had my he had my name on his body. This girl said, he said that was his child's name. Even um, in death. Even in death, trifling. Even in death, still trifling. That's crazy. Three, four, five, t- people in the people in the mention talking about something. This is the fifth girl that has claimed this man. What? Who is this man? <laughs> because they, this? they made their tweets not be able to be seen by anybody. Uh, they basically limited the people that can view their tweets. So I don't, I, I don't have the picture no more. But I that that got engraved into my freaking brain because I'm like five women claiming you and fighting, fighting. 
No, I saw I saw the pictures of the girls. Why they all look like the same girl? He had a type. He had a type. But so far, I think it's like five women that have claimed him since he died. Yeah. Talk about my baby. I love you forever. Oh, I bet. <laughs> he had a lot of love to give. <laughs> Neither. Okay. Like, why would you say that? Why would you say that? Um, <laughs> so one of mine, uh, this girl on Twitter going to go, going to jail for attempted murder got to be devastating because you wouldn't even get them. And now you sit in there for nothing. <laughs> I literally read that and said, I'm, I'm closing Twitter. I literally was like, I'm not doing this. Cause she ain't never lied. She, she, didn't even she finish, you didn't even finish the job. Attempted murder is a crazy thing to go to jail for prison. Sorry. I, oh, what she went here. I tried. To, tried. Not you need a dogs to try. Call me type A, but your best isn't good enough. I need <laughs> you to finish the job. <laughs> I'm not doing the cheating nation. Okay. One of my, on Twitter, I'm gonna get fired. Why I had a meeting with my leader and director, both men that wear ponytails. I got into Zoom and said, Dang, why nobody tell me we was wearing ponytails? Not a good meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's probably white. Why ain't nobody tell me we were wearing ponytails? Like we were supposed to coordinate colors. You wanted everything shouldn't be. You that's- could some people, some people don't need to be on a Zoom every day at 10 a.m. Let's just say that. They don't. Like, I, maybe you need, maybe just write it down in the notepad app. I don't know. But you yeah. need to say that, mamas. And you know, you already know the type of camaraderie you do or do not have in a meeting when you go in. You're exactly. Know. And it was never giving that vibe. It was never giving ponytails. Ugh. Okay, what else you got, moms? Someone said, if a person who had plastic surgery dies, do y'all think the ghost gets to keep the BBL? Moms, I saw that, and why the frick would you say that? Why she would you? She, re- she said she received death threats for tweeting that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that uh, is it. Was that under the thing? It was like, what was the best tweet of your time? Or like, yes, that, yes I have been loving that. I don't know if y'all saw, but there was this lady who had a beautiful wedding. Like she was giving coach bags out. Like, did you see not coach bag? Like Chanel bag. Yes, yes, yes. So then. Somebody was like, um, that lady with the beautiful wedding dress and a husband who should have hired a stylist is, which is crazy, is getting exposed so bad on TikTok for her fitness scam ever since her wedding. And I'm like, okay, diving deep. Some man said her wedding dinner or something popped up on my timeline, on TikTok timeline. And I just remembered the fiance slash husband waiting patiently to say two words while she rambled on with her teeth and Bob working against each other about a black dress that screamed everything except expensive. I never scrolled back. The read? For filth. Bob and teeth working against each other? Moms, when I tell you, I pray that I never get dragged on TikTok or Twitter because they know how to read like, like a level of proficiency I've never seen in, in all my days. I just like, I'd be sitting there with my mouth open. Cause why would you say that? Her bob and teeth working against each other on, on opposite teams. <laughs> Crazy. Mom, cause I, honestly, I have been thinking about getting a bob. I, I used to get a bob every single year, a bob and a bob and banks. Every single year. But that was when I was a straight girly. Sorry. Straight hair girly. Now, I said, girly. <laughs> I said, what about 
happened. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because what I got going on here is very much, straight. very much, very much uh, heterosexual. <laughs> okay. Um, but girl, that that got me. I don't frick. I I don't know where I was going with that one. I'm not gonna hold you. But my, let's just say, oh. But because I'm a natural girly now, I'm like, frick, if I get a bob, it's about to be up here when I wash it. Yeah. That's not that's good for, bobs are not are good for natural hair. Some girls can pull it off. I feel like there's, there's a sweet spot. Either, either you keep it a little long to like the shoulder length with your natural hair or like, you know, it's long, like past your shoulder length, or you do finger curls. That awkward stage of like. I don't know what it's called. The little fro, like for me, at least it looks bad on me. Some women can pull it off. But for me, like either I would do a completely short era. I'm not doing no Keisha Cole type cut. I just feel like it wouldn't look good on my face. Mom, love Keisha. Love Keisha. Love Cole. But you know that, you know that Bob, you know, the girly, the aunties more so they have the, they have the bangs and then the Bob that goes like this, like it. Yeah. You know, the the one where it's like, it's like shaved up the back and it does a little like fluff in the front (laughs) keep it keep it maybe that's a 38 and up type of hairstyle but that's a that's a good age limit i think it is i honestly honestly the the 20 year old girlies have been doing 32 piece sets whereas they like they they put the cap on and then they glue it yeah 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 i i don't know if anybody under the age of 38 should be doing that because you have hair or get some of your oil like did just said <laughs> like I'm not, I, yeah. Meal makes a grow a great rosemary mint oil, babes. I, I just don't think at our age, at 22, we need Keisha Cole haircuts. That's just me. I think we have our whole lives ahead of us for those, and maybe that is a why would you say that in itself? But I, <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> we have our whole lives for that. We do. We do. Like, am I gonna be getting a thirty a thirty inch bust down at forty? No, I'm not. Probably not. That's the era for the Keisha Cole. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean that is, yeah. Frick. That's a rite of passage. That's that's a rite of passage as a black woman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah. I I I to this day I still need a thirty inch bust down. I tried for prom junior year and it's did not go as planned. Um, if you swipe, give it, give a good, give my Instagram a good seven swipes. You'll see it. You know what wig I'm talking about. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what lace? That lace. <laughs> oh, mom! It was, it was, it, it gave bump it, and I didn't even want it to. Oh no! See, and that's the thing. Like, you can only be doing lace. I feel like, for at least, at least for me, I see for myself. Once I'm in my forties. I'm not taking the time to throw a ball cap on and, and get that guy to be out. I'm not. I'm putting a band on. That's it. A little, you know, the little, they have the little, the little, the the little yeah. Yeah. The little gray. I don't have the time nor the energy. I don't have the time, I don't have the time now to, to be doing lace every day. Being, being 45, applying my wig cap, I just can't do it. I'm simply not. Keisha Cole. That. It's Keisha Cole. <laughs> It's wackadoodle time. I'm not. <laughs> it's Keisha Cole time. No, no. Crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Let me. I don't. I. I. It's Keisha, it's Keisha Cole time. Let me see if I have. I think that's uh, honestly that? those are the best ones I have. Bro. Everything else is more. Uh, you need to see the picture. 
Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you can see the picture here, but Aisha Curry posted for Mother's Day and somebody said, why they all look like Steph LMAO. Somebody quoted the retweet, quoted the tweet and said, his jeans too strong. All his kids look like baby birds. Bro, I saw another quote of that. And it said, that's what happens when all your kids got the same daddy. Well, sorry. Yeah, like, girl, you didn't have to say that. Because <laughs> that's not a good thing. And then what someone else quoted it and said the only reason is because Steph and Aisha look like siblings. That's why they all look the same. But you know, you know that game where it's like siblings are dating? Mm. Mm. Mm, they might lose that game. <laughs> they, them, 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 them green eyes is is, is holding them back. <laughs> they both <laughs> like we see them. You know, when the light skins they be like, like opening their eye. Like we see, like, oh, we see it. You have you have hazel eyes. Like no, <laughs> get it. You okay? Your eyes are pretty. We get it. And then the girls on Facebook. I don't know if you were in this era, but they would like really try to make like dimples for themselves. They'd be like. Oh, the dimple show? They would try so hard. And, like, that used to be a thing. And then some girlies would, like, put get the piercings there. That, these piercings, you can fight. If you have a piercing here, here, or here, um, you scare me. What? Yeah, the dimple thing used to scare me, because I knew girls used to have dimple in their bio, like, dimple 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 darling or something dumb i'll be like girl take that out your bio that's as bad as like blazing in the blazing your atne blazing barbie take that out your we don't care or blazing in the bio i'm blazing but they the worst offenders like it'd be the bio be the bio be black and japanese we don't what did nobody ask just put the flag there that's it and then we can we can make our own assumptions you look, you look ambiguous, and that's just we'll just call that a day. <laughs> like, uh, this might be a why would you say it in itself, but you know what? It had to be said. Yeah, and and I, honestly, if you stay to the end of the episode, you get a lot. Of, th- that's wackadoodle time. That is wackadoodle time because we become we can we become more delulu as the episode goes on. So yeah, and you got to think we've been talking for at, for literally four hours. And some change. And some change. Yeah. yeah. It's wackadoodle time. For it's wackadoodle time. And on that note, we love you guys so much. Please follow our Instagram, Taipei Black Girls. Please like, comment, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, we're almost at 100 subscribers. So we love y'all. And we will see y'all next Friday. And make sure to submit any questions to our link tree. That part. We want to have some calls from the request line to talk about so we can become the Lulu even more as the episode goes on. So help us out with that. Thank you. Bye. Bye.